Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G-B-T-Q-I-A plus. I think you forgot about something, Dollface. What about the L, honey? Lucy LaDuca? No, no, no. I purposely just... No! The lesbian, silly. The backbone of the community. Oh, of course. Well, Rue didn't forget about them. This week on All Stars 8, the top three queens give lesbians a drag makeover. Mm, With a focus on family resemblance, of course. But they also must perform a lip sync number to a mashup of three RuPaul songs. And if you thought you may have recognized this voice, well, you're right. It's me, Priyanka. And not only am I guest hosting this episode of Race Chaser, but I was on the freaking episode of Drag Race 2! Reveal yourself! Honey, we only book the best here. A lip sync assassin from your TV to your ears. I'm so ready to chase the race. You better be, bitch. Let's go. Seatbelts. M. Oh. M. Mom! Back to Race Chaser, <laughs> all correct. A podcast dedicated to discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning! My name is Willem, and today we have an incredibly special co-host. She is an international North American sensation. Wow. What is her name? Priyanka! Hello! She's only North American sensation. Nowhere else. That's it. Nowhere else. Well, in, fucking in, bitch. I'm in international. Other, international, yes. Um, <laughs> are you a household name in Australia, such as Courtney Act, though? Who was mistaken for Derek Barry in Portugal last night? I don't think so. Now that is international. Being mistaken <laughs> for a North American drag queen <laughs> in an in, in an Iberian peninsula of some sort. I don't know where the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. When you're an Australian who's a household name in houses for the deaf, dumb, and blind. Miss um, Courtney Act. Now, Miss Priyanka. Yes, Willem. How is the life of an international pop star twirling diva. Are you in Canada? Are you in Gibraltar, Portugal? Where are Um, you? I'm in Toronto, Canada. Last night I went to Beyonce. Wow. TKB? Wow. The real one? No, Trinity K. Bonet came to my living room and performed a full set. (laughs) 
Full set oh, for me. Oh, good. It was fucking amazing. She looked just like her. I couldn't believe it. More than she did for Canada versus the world, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually talking about that with somebody because I, 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 I realized that she didn't show up for it. Or she showed up and was like, I don't want to do it. And I was like, I love this tea. I love when a girl has the package and says, you know what? Fuck this. I love that. <laughs> like there is confidence and iconicness in that. I love she, that. She said, I just came up here for some Tim Hortons, baby. I'm going <laughs> yeah. home. Put me in She's the Vegas like, show. I came here for a fucking Timbit. I'm going back <laughs> home, bitch. I gotta a go. But I'm a good. What's a Timbit? A Timbit is the donut hole. It's the hole in the middle of the donut, and they call them Timbits here. Oh, we call them glory holes. Have you ever used one of those? A Timbit? No, glory hole. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. They're scratchy if you're too big. Are you too big? No. But my mouth got cut up real good. I'm dead. <laughs> Still got splinters in my butt. Um, so last week on Drag Race, did you happen to watch the roast of Carson Kressley? I watched some of it. Only Jimbo's. She was the best one, so that makes sense. Well, okay. there were four girls there, um, and they were all coached by Michelle, Michelle Visage and Alec Mappa. And the girls delivered an overall entertaining set of roasts before showing their snow bunny looks on the runway. Jimbo was top all-star. Everybody else was in the bottom. And Jimbo won her first lip sync, I think it was her seventh or eighth, against the acclaimed lip sync assassin, Silky Nutmeg Ganache. And then Jimbalina revealed that her vote was for Alexis Michelle to go home. Ooh, mm -hmm. not shocking. Not shocking. Which brings no. us to episode 10, which is called The Letter L. What does L stand for? In your life. In not in just The love in of RuPaul. The love of RuPaul. Wow. Well, I mean, the one thing that we don't have in common is that RuPaul loves me and not you. So that's great. <laughs> uh, we'll see what the L word stands for. But uh, we start <laughs> off the episode with Jimbo rejoicing that she finally won a lip sync. Um, and for a girl who's known for her deli meats, this is cause for a celebration. I totally, I totally agree. I mean, Jimbo, I mean, seeing Jimbo cry in one of the episodes to be like, it's so frustrating every time I lip sync that I can't. Um, I felt for her because it is weird that like she's so good at everything else, but just throwing down a normal lip sync. But that's what makes her fucking special is that like she doesn't do the regular regular, you know? I think so too. But like this competition is made for the regular regular girls. Because I agree. You have to be even like Bianca. You gotta be good at a lip. What if what if Bianca's season came down to her versus a door and a lip sync? You know, that it could have changed everything. So you have to be good at this if you want to go on this little cross dresser show. You That's could just true. go on a, another drag show and see how that works out for you with and eating bugs and bugs and booty on Dragula, or right. Camp on a Kiki or something. That's true. I mean, I feel like if you're going to if you're going to. I feel like also, though, if we're really being honest here, because that's what this podcast is all about, honesty, is that does it matter what happens in the final lip sync? Like, do I think that Jimbo versus Candy, like, do we actually think it's going to matter in the end? Nah, it's going to be it, like track record and star power and blah, blah, blah. Baby, I mean, I, I would agree with you on all counts, except there's one thing to negate that, and that is season nine, Shea Coulee, Sasha Velour. It did matter. What yeah. the lip sync did. Remember, it only mattered. And that made Shay wait five more years for her crown. Right. That's so the only can. season where that happened, though. But it that is. was also the first time where that format was done, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll check the books on that, but I think that you're probably right. You are a guest. <laughs> Be nice to your guest, bitch. Exactly. Exactly. What's her name? Um, so <laughs> what is her name? Jimbo's cast... Uh, I love Jimbo's trade voice. Apparently, it's uh, a Casper clown with a dash of James Mansfield up in there. Oh, when she's in character, like, Mama, you hungry? Oh, my God. I love to go to the mall and eat my bologna. Mama, you want some? <laughs> that voice? Yeah, it's this is the voice that you hear from inside the dark van with no windows. I'm screaming. What the, that with is, the candy? Free candy yeah. signs? I mean, some girls have, like, the trade voice. Yeah, there's parking. Just come right in. The door's cracked. Uh-huh. This is Jimbo's trade voice. Do you have a voice when you're in drag? No, I don't. Do I have a voice? No. I think I we're think just so, right? both louder. And um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wigs true. make me louder because I can't hear, so I got to be louder. Fair. Does it cover That's my ears? Fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, at this point, Jessica decides to rummage around in Jimbo's ass flap. And she sees her daughter's milky white testicles. Have you ever seen your sister's balls? She's Canadian like you. Have I? No, the only thing I've ever done with Jimbo is we've tongued. That's it. Okay. But never any balls. That sounds safe. Um, It was was fine. I just... Oh, me and Jimbo have tongue too. We've made out on stage at Haters Roast. Yeah, like... Somebody's set was boring, so we're like, let's get attention. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Whose was it? Uh, I think it was Cracker. I think that I would be I would be wary about opening up a zippered, heated pouch from um, the nethers of my sister, especially after she was jumping around in it during the summer. I know. In, I've eaten. In, I've eaten that bologna before. I have a piece in my fridge. It's, it's like good. four months old. It's it tastes good. I'm not. I'm not eating it. Why I'm not? Live it. a little. No, I'm gonna save it. In ten years, I'm gonna put it in between a Lady Gaga chromatical Oreo with a I'm little dead. Jimbo bologna, and, and I, I just take a bite for gay mm. rights. I'll share it with you. Yeah, you better. <laughs> do you do you think that this big pink box is just to is made hard to open for the sake of the girls just having like a do 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 moment with I can't open the box. 100% yes. I think it's because, just all a big thing. I mean, I watched it and I was like, what is the bit? What is this bit? <laughs> they could make it a lot easier. Um, but Candy is getting to counting the votes. Uh-huh. And she reveals that she didn't have a real pact with Alexis. And if you watch the tapes back, I think Candy says, we could have an understanding that two people from the same town could maybe help each other. But uh-huh. she never, she never agreed to it. And Alexis... If a girl passes you a note and says, do you like me, yes or no, and you don't answer it, then the clear indication is probably that it is not an affirmative reaction. You're not saying yes to I like you. So if someone passes you a note and saying, do you want to be in an alliance, and they don't answer it, and then not only that, they give the note to another girl, that means no, you're not in an alliance. I think that. Candy is very good with her words, and she's able, she got herself out of that one. Which is good. I mean, like, because, like, also, you kind of want to, in this competition, make people feel... If you're not in a true alliance, you've got to make them feel like they're not... That you're not going to vote for them. Because then when push comes to shove, you need that girl to be on your side. It's a tough game to play. Because you can't promise everyone that you're not going to vote for them to get out. You can't. You simply can't. Yeah. And when push comes to shove, you need a little spit. You need a little bit of spit. No Just lube. Just a little. Ever. Mm-hmm. Lube is so yeah. boring. 
So boring. Except Manila lubes on. Have you heard of Manila's lube? Uh, she has a new the, lube. Is that what the cum dump video was about? Cum dump, cum dump. dump. Yeah, that was so good. By the way, I know. I couldn't believe Manila wrote a song about me, but I was really oh. honored. And it's in collaboration with Manila and Flesh Jack's lube, which they just That's put amazing. out. He- Heidi in Closet has a little uh, pocket sucker with her little gap tooth. You could fit your dick between her teeth. I, I, I saw a, that. I have a Flesh Jack. I called, I called Heidi a bully on Twitter two days ago. A bullfrog? I love or her. A bully. Bully. <laughs> and bullfrog. <laughs> She's a little bit of everything. I love that girl. I love um, her. And it's like chaos. That's why she makes great television because you never know what's going to come out of that gap, baby. Mm-hmm. Jimbo's got one alliance left now and Candy's got one alliance left now and Jessica is the only one who doesn't have an alliance. So Why do you um, think no one made a, an alliance with Jessica? They, did this, they, they didn't think she was going to go that far, I bet you. Um, here's my, my own question. Here's my. Um, <laughs> what do you think? My guess on it is that Jessica's an LA girl, and all these other Jimbo, Candy, and Heidi had toured together for yeah. multiple months, so I they were close. Tour. Yeah, I've been on one of the tours with them. I don't think that Jessica had as probably as close of a relationship with anybody that. <laughs> It was that kind of thing where people were, like, going to her. And also, I think people underestimated the bitch. 100%. 125%. I think that was it. They just did like, not assume. I, I will get to it, I'm sure, because, like, that's what I want to talk about ever is me being a little lip sync assassin because it's what I've been living the last three days. But when <laughs> I went there and she got sent home, I, I was like, oh, this makes sense to me. But when watching we're, it back, I'm like, she's a, she's a winner. She's, like, mm-hmm. front runner down. Yeah, we'll were you there. Morgan McMichaels living for the lip sync? I was. I am Morgan McMichaels. Now that was a WoW Presents show. I messaged her about a gig at Mickey's and she ghosted me. That's not good. Anyways. Girl, that's what she does. It's a power play. You, oh. First you got to buy a wig from her boyfriend. Oh. And then you're like, ooh, I'd love a gig at Mickey's. I want to wear this new hair. Oh, that's how you play the that's game. That's how you play the Morgan McMichaels Mickey's game. Copy that. Well, I'll never be performing at Mickey's then. I mean, why do you think RuPaul bought wigs from Hassan? She was at Mickey's gig. (laughs) RuPaul has worn two Hassan wigs this year, at least. Morgan McMichaels has the power. Girl, it's all Morgan. It's going to be Morgan (laughs) McMichaels drag race. (laughs) Chad's going to play Michelle Visage. Landon Sider's going to play Carson. And Ross. It's going to be great. The next day in the workroom, um, you know what? We'll talk about that after the break. Baby, we talk too much is what happens. Girl, because if they can stretch an hour between two contestants, we can do this. We'll take we a break We can do now. this. We can do this. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we, You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. 
You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Mm, love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Uh, have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for Absolutely. a while because there's so many different choices. Like You have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian-approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com/drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com/drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, the next day in the workroom, it's top three, and Jimbo throws confetti in the air as they walk through the door. One of the girls was like, where'd you get confetti? Do you know confetti is illegal at DragCon? Yeah, because it's all, everything's illegal at DragCon. Helium balloons, illegal. Confetti, illegal. Glitter, illegal. Yeah. I'm like, hey, can I show up? They're like, illegal. Literally. Illegal. (laughs) Uh, Illegal. There's a, a video message and it says, hey, y'all. Wait, did you do a good RuPaul voice? No. I'm so bad. Let, 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 let me try it. <clears throat> yeah, try it. Mm. Hey, no, I can't do it. Hey, no. Ha, no. Can you do a good RuPaul? <laughs> what does RuPaul sound like? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. Uh, hey, y'all. Whether you're a Michelangelo ho or a Georgia O'Queef, you're going to need to paint like a master if you want to hang in the Hall of Fame. Or this might be your time to Vincent Van Gogh. So it's- <laughs> ah, there it is. There it yeah, is. Yeah, Vincent Van Gogh. And I like how when, when they heard the video message, it cut back to the three of them in silence being like, paint? 
<laughs> yeah, so in the mini challenge, the girls are given 45 minutes to transform their torsos into a Jean-Paul Gaultier fragrance bottle. We mm. all know the one. It's the one that we've all worn when we were 19 or 20. They can use their own drag and the accessories provided, and they also have to name their creation and pitch it in a way that's irresistible. Okay, so they're obviously just recycling challenges for sponsors who give them money. Thank you, Jean-Paul yep. Gaultier. We saw Thank you, you at Pride throwing parties for all the girls that you wanted to invite. Um, we appreciate you, and I'm sure Drag Race appreciates the money. For all the uh, girls you want to invite, you are the best. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think the girls only had 45 minutes because they looked They were done. looking dusted. So Duh. I asked Jessica, I was like, are you sure you only got 45? Jessica was like, yeah, it was only 45. And I was like, Okay, well, that's crazy because y'all were like fully painted for the runway, and I don't know how that happened. You, I mean, I can do my face in a solid 25, 30 if I need to. And most people are like, oh, you look great. I can't tell the difference. What about you? What's your shortest paint time? Uh, probably like 45. It's honestly, it's the fucking blocking my eyebrows. I need to like get them like, like, I need to get yeah. them shaped and just like you use them because like, what's the point anymore? <laughs> What's the point of drag? Listen, if you have nails on during the day, just shave your brows. I agree. Yeah, it's called shave day walking, them. honey. I just showed my nails to Willem, and Willem just said shave them. And they're beautiful. Um, Jessica has a forbidden juice perfume, Ooh. which is uh, supposed to transport you to your wildest dreams. I don't know if you need a visa or what the travel... Uh, you do need a, a U.S. work visa to be transported, just so you know. I asked. Okay. I, I would appreciate the transportation to Covered. the Forbidden Juice Lounge because I imagine this juice tastes and smells like acai. Yes, acai with a little shot of tequila. She loves tequila shot. How did she not name this Escandalo? Sometimes when you're in your head and at this point in the competition, it gets hard. I understand that. I do understand that. But I've never been to this point of the competition. <laughs> um, do you? <laughs> do you think that Candy has uh, uh, a, a viable scent with my muse? I think that Candy's scent made no sense, but it also made all the sense for her. Do you know what I mean? Like when she was just talking, I was like, I, I would buy this because I feel like it, it is an experience. I re I think the same. Like all of her merch doesn't have any of her pictures. It's just all these tribal circuit yeah. labels that look like people do G. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, she's a party girl. Candy is a party girl. Uh huh. You can't spell candy without a K. Uh, uh -huh. She says, "Being vain and being broke with expensive tastes. Will you be my muse? Sold, sold exclusively in the Bronx. In the Bronx, bitch. The boogie down, honey." Uh. You would probably buy Jimbo's because that's Canadian, right? Yeah, that's all I'm. I can only afford Jimbo's in the black, <laughs> the Canadian black market. You know, import tax is a bitch. It totally is. Customs? What the fuck? Anyways, Th this I identify with because she says, "Are you a lady of the night? Do you uh -huh. like to sleep in the morning, sleep in the yes. afternoon, work at night, and then wake up and sleep some more?" <laughs> then yeah. Lady Nightshade is the fragrance for you, sold exclusively on the black market. Well, I would buy this one. Lady Nightshade? Yeah, that's who I am. See, I would I I fuck with this too, but I don't really fuck with nightshades because they give me heartburn. What do you mean? Like peppers, like tomatoes, they give me heartburn. Mm, I don't I don't think I've ever had heartburn. It's cause I think it's because I'm a young girl. I'm an Indian girl. 
Honestly, yeah. that's fair because I literally grew, grew up eating heartburn food. So I'm immune. Yeah, and I'm not being racist. I know. And you're that white. Indian, super Are you white. white? Yeah. You don't seem Pumpkin. white. Thanks. <laughs> that's a, com- that's, that's <laughs> that a compliment. compliment. <laughs> yeah, that is a compliment this day and age because white people ruin everything. Okay? Everything. <laughs> everything. Padma Lakshmi hosts a show called Taste the Nation and she explains that Indian people have like this tongue that is inassailable or unassailable. Like you guys have the spice meter off the chart. Yeah, 100%. Everything and, has to be spicy or else, like, I'm like, what? And when I meet a brown person that doesn't like spice, I'm like, you're a traitor. Like, you, <laughs> how dare you? Lift up their skin. What's under there? Show me. I'm like, what, what you doing? Exactly. <laughs> it's shocking. Well, shocking is that Jessica Wilde won this mini challenge with um, Forbidden Juice. Because I, I thought it was going to be a Jimbo one just because her thing made me laugh more. Yeah. Uh, the thing about Jessica is that Jessica can sell you on everything. Yeah, with just a look and a smolder, like, oh. Yeah, she's like, and, and the accent, baby. Like, I doing Roscoe's with her for this viewing party and just listening to her talk on the mic was intoxicating. I, I sat there in silence, like, for a majority of it because I was just staring at her being like, this is the most entertaining individual ever. Yeah, so she's really great. Because you don't so always great. know if she's joking or if she's not joking. Yes. Like, when that, that producer was like, are you being sarcastic? She's like, yes, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so good. <laughs> she and re- she is a full experience. I love her. Um, RuPaul gave her $25,000 or $2,500 courtesy of Jean-Paul Gaultier. And oh, then... Oh, at this point in the competition, she's like raked up like 80 grand or something, right? Like something crazy. Hasn't I she feel, like won a lot of money in this competition? I feel like she won the that lip sync that was like 30 grand at least. And then yeah, she, won she won that like episode, which was also five. So she's probably up around like over 40 grand now, which is more yeah. than... Her season's prize, so yeah, and the IRS is coming for half that baby, baby capital gains taxes. Did you guys have that up there? Did you win money on your season? I won 100k tax free, baby. Nice. What'd you spend it on? Is it all gone? No, this house. Oh, we love it. And then I hustled my ass off to make more money because that's what we do. That's as an artist, that's what we do. (laughs) It's what we do. Our art is uh, all for Dimanche. Uh, Maxi Challenge this week. RuPaul says, this oh, week's yeah. episode has been brought to you by the letter L, as in wow. lesbians. Lesbians. Let's I love like lesbians. Justice for lesbians. Mm-hmm. There's never any, there's not enough space for them, I find. It's some very male-dominated gay world, you know. There's not like a lesbian bar in Toronto. Is there a lesbian one in L.A.? Um, no, the palms closed, but there are lesbian nights. There, queer spaces in general are under assault. Like it's I just all read, white men. There's a there's a problem with queer spaces in London. I guess there were, a, I guess over sixty percent of queer spaces in London closed from two thousand to two thousand nineteen before COVID. I was reading sure. some facts about it. I think an attitude or something. Uh-huh. And there's something called the Lesbian Bar Project in America that's trying to save lesbian bars. Because in, there used to be, like, more than 10. And now there's, I think, one left in New York or something. They're sure. dwindling. But in my in my head, I'm just like, maybe the lesbians are staying home because they have kids and they have families. But then I'm like, don't lesbians want to party too? Yeah, or I may- think they, they do. Or maybe they feel discouraged because they don't know where to go. Or they have to get up early for softball. Right, right, right. And then feel volleyball in the evening. Yeah, honestly, there's so many reasons that I don't know as a gay man. Um, but if you're a lesbian, you can write in and tell us why you are not going to bars or why you will go to bars. 
But yeah, fair. the lesbian community has supported gay men for years. They helped us during the AIDS crisis. They're always with their bikes at the front of the parade, like scaring the um, protesters with their motors and stuff. We love mm-hmm. lesbians. Our lesbians. sound ladies were lesbians on Drag Race. Oh, were they? Yeah. Uh, I think, my, my, mine were all straight white guys. Uh, we had for you, we had two lesbians and they were great. I think Mandy's a lesbian. It's Mandy, bitch. <laughs> we love Mandy. Hey, Mandy. Hey, Such Mandy, I love you, baby. <laughs> uh, so this is a makeover challenge for lesbians. They're turning these lesbians into fabulous drag queens. Did you get a makeover I, challenge? I won mine, you little cunt. Also... Oh. I also think that makeover challenge is this deep in the conversation, in the conversation, sorry, in the competition is cray cray. Me too. Imagine, because also like I was blessed. Like when I did my makeover challenge, it was this, this guy named uh, Elton and he was like, we're rooting for you in Toronto. We are going to win this. Like he was like, because I, I was in the bottom the week before we did my makeover challenge. So I literally was like, if I'm in the bottom again, Bye. I'm going home. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 he was so aligned to make it work. And even though it was un- uncomfortable for him to wear the dress and hadn't worn makeup before and like all these did different things, he was just like so aligned. So seeing that like you sometimes get someone who's like mm-hmm. a little uncomfortable and whatever, like that would just be so hard to push push through through that. What do you think? Girl, I was on Drag U and my girl tried to leave between day one and day two and RuPaul had to yell at her. So I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm dead. Did she say? <laughs> no, this was in 2013. So wait, what happened in Drag U? I didn't watch Drag U. What is that? A school? <laughs> it was like it was a school for it was a competition where three girls got made over by oh. three drag queens. We didn't make them over. Other people did their makeup and Matthew like designed their costumes. It was okay, all fake. Okay, okay. But my girl did try to leave. <laughs> and they said it was payback for what I tried to do. Which I get, but like at this point in the competition, <laughs> and they show one of the girls saying, like, who wants their future relied on somebody else for top three? Nobody. Do you? Not me. I no, don't. Not at all. Or a Unless big... they're the right person, but you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. I mean, this big pink box uh, gives out choices. Amanda Faye gets Jimbo, Angie gets Candy, and Lisa gets Jessica. Yes. Um, Candy talks with Angie about getting into drag and like how Candy's drag is like a love letter to herself. Right. But... Candy's one of those girls that's more comfortable with the butch mentality because her mom is a bull, is a dyke. And uh, she identifies with Angie on that. So they're uh-huh. like, okay, you, you, you think that that team's going to be great right off the bat. Jessica's team, they talk about bullying. And they're like, oh, we were bullied. Blah, blah, blah. Love Jess- bullying storyline. Same. Mm-hmm. Relatable. Relatable. We love. We love. Uh, Jimbo and Amanda are kind of vibing. Because Amanda's ready to step out of her comfort zone. Or, sorry, Amanda. It's Amanda. 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 Uh, And then Jimbo whips out that clown look and says, this is what we're going to put you in. I got extra panels, too. Um, If you had to pick a a drag coach for this, which of the three would it be? Jimbo. I would love to be dressed up in a clown. A costume that'd be so fun. Like I feel like the more the more transformative, the better. I would I I would almost say Jimbo too, but then I saw how Jimbo painted Amanda, and I would pick Candy. Oh yeah, Candy's paint is the best down. Yeah, but oops. but imagine if you got to do like like the, the the Mickey Mouse ears with a black latex corset and stuff. Like it would all make sense in the end, you know. 
It would, but Jimbo's wig taste with those blunt cut bangs, he's not trying to make anybody be pretty. And I want to be no. pretty on TV. Oh, do you? I don't mind being funny. But you're but already I'd... pretty. You're already pretty in your own drag. So wouldn't you want to have like freaky shit happen? I mean, cut the check, baby. You just said everything that was needed. Thank you. We're going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yeah. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to Movies Baby wherever you get podcasts, and you can watch Movies Baby live every Thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Okay, we are here for the RuPaul walkthrough of the week. Yep. And she has some nice chit-chats, um, but then she... She reveals what everybody knows is coming. Did you have a performance aspect in your makeover? Ch- oh, you did Just the runway. No, just the runway. See, that would have been nice for these girls because they have to prepare a killer performance of the new mashup called Charisma Peanut Butter Bitch. Yes. Which the good people at ASCAP may want a word with her about. I was going to say, that's like three different sync license, but anyways. Uh, she yeah, knows I how to know. get her coins. <laughs> <laughs> the queens are rehearsing on the main stage with their lesbians, and um, Jimbo pretends to be a choreographer with, her three, with her three white left feet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> posing lessons. This is always a part of drag choreography. So walk, 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 and then pose. 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 A pose, pose can take up a good 32 counts, you know? At least. At least. 
Because you have to like, ooh, scooch into the pose. And yeah. Then, and you got to really set, set, set the intention. Like you're calling somebody over and just sexy and soft. I oh, like yeah. Jim, Jimbo's advice for, ooh, my ankle hurts and I'm down here. That was kind of good. It really does. Ooh, my head hurts and it's up here. Like that's solid advice. Thank you, Jimbo. It is. Thank you, Jimbo, for being literally the choreographer of this season. Adam Shankman is shaking. <laughs> Shankman shakes. <laughs> next on <laughs> next on Hawkeyes. I think that uh, there was there was another good piece of advice from Jimbo somewhere. Mm. I'll, I'll remember it later. Um, what's your favorite go to pose? Mine, it's always hand on hip, sinking to the, the same hip that the hand is on, and just look fierce. Sizzle, bitch. Oh. Let that fucking bacon sizzle on the fucking stove and fucking eat it. Fucking smell it and feel that yeah. fucking grease drip down your fucking throat and swallow it and yeah. then digest it and then shit it out all over the floor because you are that bitch. That's what Kira Cedric does. She digests that bacon grease. Oh, fuck yeah, she does. Uh, oh, I remember the pose advice. It was on Go-Go for the Gold, which is in its second season on Out TV right now. And they had, like, this girl teaching the boys how to do heels for a competition. And she was like, you can either do the, the snap or the snake. It's when you, like, go down and you either snake up or you snap up into your pose. What do you do? I'm a snaky snap. Stick and snap? Snaky snap. Snakey snap, like you're like, okay, I see. Like you're like, ooh, on the way up, and then bam, on the way on the at the beginning. No, at the top. I snap, and then at the <gasps> last like quarter of the snap, I snake. Ooh, mm-hmm. oh, that's good control. It see, that makes you look like you have good control over your yeah. whole life. Mm-hmm. Good self control, good decisions oh. you pay your taxes. Over my life, not my whole though. What uh, do you think, Candy <laughs> is ever going to get her water, her daughter to walk cutesy and soft in heels? I don't think so. It was not looking promising here. Mm-mm. This was like trying to sneak out of the house as yeah. Bigfoot, like, and not wake your parents on that one creaky step. On that one creaky, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was jumping out the window. It should have jumped out the window. It was yeah. bad. I would not call Candy's daughter's walk diabolical. Uh uh-uh. uh But um, it was bolical. It was. It was something. Yeah, I, I think all these girls are walking on their heels instead of trying to, like, shift their weight forward. And that's always the problem. Like, your heels are—just because they're high heels don't mean you should walk on your heels. I agree. And they also, like, casted the perfect three people that were just, like, just kept driving into us. Like, I don't do this. I don't do this. I don't—like, every single time they cut to them, they're like, I don't do this. Like, literally, the worst thing that someone can say to a drag queen is— Oh, will you do my makeup? No, we don't want to. Oh we God, don't no. ever want to. No, unless no, you're paying us. Yeah, this a fee. this this is not fun for us. Even so if you're for- offering me a fee, chances are I'm not painting you still. Same. I, my eyeliner, I could barely get it on. Like I'm not getting yours on too. You know. You know what? I'm giving you glasses and a lip, baby. Now punch it. Get out. And that fucking glitter. The glitter that no. you wear. Uh-huh, suck less face and body, honey. <laughs> uh, so the next day, the queens are painting their lesbian sisters. Yep. Um, Jessica and Lisa have some super soul Sunday chats about finding their inner confidence. How do you find your inner confidence? I have to be my own cheerleader all the time. Even when I was like, even like now, I'm like still, I get into these deep, really head things where I'm like, oh, I'm not doing enough or I'm not, I'm doing everything. Like, shut the fuck up. What the fuck is wrong with you, you fucking dumb bitch? <laughs> but even I don't know if it ever happens to you, but sometimes you're you're, you're like, oh, like, am I successful? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it does you, happen to me. I was it's wild. I was watching a TV show the other week, and you know what? I shouldn't even talk about this. Never mind. 
Copy Cut it. that out, Will. No, that doesn't happen to me at all, ever. Right. Yeah, you're just <laughs> I'm, so confident. I'm delusional. No, I'm just yeah. delusional. I and mean, I delusional, that- being delusional and having that severe kind of like persona of confidence is so amazing. My drag mom, Ecstasy Love, has that. And it's so fucking iconic. Every time she <laughs> says bye to me, like we're like talking, you know, we talk pretty much every day. She's like, okay, well, bye. You're, you're an icon. Bye. Like every time. Every time. Doesn't, and she just, she just has it. The more you say it, the more you believe it. So I think that that's how you find your inner confidence is to tell yourself that you're the fucking best. Uh-huh. And work at it too. I think you got to work at being confident. It's not just like, I'm just happy if you keep praying about it. Pray to God. Trabajo, pera. Pera. Mm-hmm. How do you, oh, you, you, you are always confident, so you don't have to search for it. I'm, I'm really not. You should just move on, keep punching it, and there will be something better for you. Those are the lies you tell yourself. There will be something better. Right. Right around the corner. But it's fine. Unless there you is. Ha- Sometimes there is. And then you're like, okay, I, I didn't lie to myself, but. Girl, let me get a canoe and a, and a raccoon, and I'll go just around the river bend and look for some colors. All right, baby? I found a raccoon in my dumpster the other day. Bitch, I just saw a skunk last night, and I had to throw <gasps> something at it because it was in my garage. Did it spray? I, Did it spray you? No, but I think it knows that I have its cousin upstairs, a guy named uh, a, fur, a little fur named Stinky. Because what do you it's have skunk. upstairs? I have a skunk upstairs, a skunk fur, at my studio. I'm... Because I'm like, what's the one fur that PETA people can't come for me for having? A skunk. Dead. Because is it true? Nobody likes. Well, I, if, if PETA complained to me about me having a skunk fur, I would be like, okay, why don't you go pet a fucking skunk and see how long you like it in your lap, all right? It's probably better that somebody killed it. And I get to wear it. I am dead. You are for sure cutting so that So stinky the skunk. No, I'm leaving it. I don't give a fuck. I'm the top of the food chain. What's a skunk going to do? Not listen to my fucking podcast? Good luck, Stinky. Stinky, this, my dog's freaking on my lap. Like, is she going to cut me up? <laughs> <laughs> Your dog's a little cutie. I would never. Uh, Jimbo and Amanda are discussing their clown look, and they're happy that Amanda is more feminine now. Bitch, if I was Jimbo, I would have said, you better get your ass in this clown look, you stupid bitch. This Me is too. top three. Me too. I would have said, bitch, bitch. Because yeah, we'll get to the runways, of course, but like, you got to, we got to play the part. If we're doing a yeah. makeover challenge and it's family and my name is Jimbo, the clown, guess yeah. what? You're going to put the fucking red nose on, bitch, and paint yourself white because we're going for it. Or would you like to wear the scoochy um, body stocking with Wish.com crystals that you had to wear backwards with the zipper undone? No, it's too much for me. Because that's what happened. Candy and Angie are talking about gender expression. And there's a whole thing where Angie's like, if she dressed feminine, people would be like, oh, but you're so beautiful this way. Yeah. And Angie is just one of those like Amazonian looking women who's tall. Gorgeous. And she's built. Fucking gorgeous. And it's so weird that beauty is always associated with femininity in some worlds. Yeah. But Angie's smart enough to know that that's not true, but it still does affect her. Yeah. It's weird. That- like, I feel like ma- makeup in general makes. It's been put into our brains that makeup makes everyone prettier. Uh, yeah, or it, or it can. <laughs> or it can, depends on who, who you are. Um, but anyways, yes. You how know what makes a lot of people about, prettier? What? A light switch. A li- <laughs> <laughs> are you a light's on, girl, lights off in the bedroom? Baby, on. You want to see everything, every pore. I need hair. to see it. I need to make sure there ain't scabs. Oh, true. Occlusions. Yeah, I like, I like the, light, the lights on, too. Yeah. But then, 
Uh, sometimes you can just leave the bathroom light on. <laughs> yeah, just just for some like mood. Uh huh. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the word dyke? I don't never say it because I think that it's like the word fag. So I don't never. I'm like I don't want to offend a- a- anyone. Also, I just like mm-hmm. I'm very like I try to be as sensitive around people. So I'm mm-hmm. like I try just to stay away from it. How do you feel about it? I mean, I got in a giant Twitter war with girls over it. Um, but I, I, if I'm if I'm not looking for a f- a fight, like I just say stick to the words that are that cater to you. But I'm not offended by dyke. My no, my... I think I love the word. I think like same as what um, Angie said. It's not like it's like it's it's great to say because they're reclaiming it or whatever. But yeah, one of those. I think that all the lesbians look stunning and they're happy with their makeovers. They are. Can we talk about RuPaul's um, Honey Mahogany, Kennedy Davenport, Jasmine Masters makeover? I know. It's really weird. I remembered her wearing blue that day. Ru? Yeah. So when I saw that it was pink, mm. I was like, am I okay? Do you, do you think you're colorblind? Uh, maybe. Maybe her sweatpants were blue. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Because this caftan is very... Miss Bed Bath and Beyonce, Honey Mahogany. Do you think that she, like, this was a reference to that or no? Well, I mean, when Jasmine and Kennedy did it for their twin runway, uh-huh. I feel like that could have almost been a reference to Honey Mahogany's reference. Right. So okay. I see this what you mean. being the third one, I feel like she definitely knows. Come on, like, if even if this was a little lighter, like a pink. Or something else. This is a color match. They color yeah, matched it, it. Yeah, it's this inten- is a, it feels intentional. It's an intentional thing, and it's it's very clear that she's like, "Bitch, this is how you do it, hoes." Uh huh. And mother ain't wrong. Mother's not and wrong. No, she's not wrong at all. Um, Michelle Visage, Carson Kressley, Zoe Deschanel, they're also not wrong. All Never. huge drag fans. I'm glad that they're judging the girls. Uh huh. Um, and this brings us to the runway category, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to take a little break so yes, everybody can so everybody can appreci- appreciate our sponsors. <laughs> RuPaul's shoes in the wa- in the workroom walk around. They were, were they? these. They were these. We- Hold on, I'll show you a picture of it. It's on my phone. I took a picture because I'm a podcaster. And um, they're an ugly, sort of weird, like, Scaparelli-looking, weird, weird, weird shoe. Can you see that? Oh, what the fuck? I know. She's given, like, weird fashion moments, and she didn't think we'd notice it. But, like, what a weird shoe, right? That is so weird. I kind of love it and hate it all at once. I I hope she's wearing it with this runway. I but bet. if that was a boot, if that was a knee boot or a thigh boot, that would be so sickening, right? Sickening, yeah, it would be. Yeah. We're going to put that picture up on Race Chaser Pod on Instagram so you can see the shoes too. Um, What the fuck did I write? Which page? Don't forget God. Clean for... Oh, and then RuPaul's workroom outfit had all of these like pins on them with slogans that looked like they were badly translated like Asian girl stores. Like, I do shows, I do lady, do baskets, queen forever, don't forget God. Like, all of these different pins. Like, why? Is that a fashion choice? It was definitely fashion. 
there was fashion everywhere. It was fashion. Fashion was being worn. Fashion. Fashion, fashion was, was intended. Fashion was in the building. Uh huh. But it was a, it was a hot set, so fashion was quiet. But at thirty six twenty, hot cold ice, hot ice, ha, uh, hot uh, hard ice, hard, hard ice, hard ice. ice. Yeah, hard ice is when they would yell at us to be quiet. Yeah, be, ice was. In. Yeah, ice was like when you had to be quiet, but hard ice was like headphones, no talking, no looking at uh-huh. people. <laughs> like we were children. Uh, also, shout out to Angina because I see her makeup palette at 3626, which is 36 minutes into the episode, 26 seconds. Oh, she has a makeup palette? Yeah. It's got like all these trans colors and some good browns, pinks, and cool. blues. I love it. Have you used really it? Okay, cute. yeah. I should buy it. I love it. Did you notice that all the girls painted the same damn soft golden top eye? Yes. All of them. All of them. They're like, it's this the easiest what... too. That's why they were like, "What's they the said, easiest I can do on somebody?" That, that that was it. They said, "Let's cut this crease right here." Boop, 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 boop. Yep. That's what they did. Um, RuPaul has stunned on the runway, but she is clearly taking inspiration from the other people that go on her show. Did yeah, you see them cool. bangles? Them bangles yeah. on her wrist, looking very Sasha Colby uh-huh. all last season. Oh yeah, looking... they just shot it before this one. Mm-hmm. You know, she said, like, give me them bangles, Colby. You want to win this? Yeah, she's like, if you want to win this bitch, you better give me the bangles. <laughs> so the drag category for the runway is drag family resemblance. First up to the stage are Jessica Wilde and Kitty Wilde. I love this. I love this so much. I thought this was perfect and great. It's very Just Dance, the silhouette with a pointy leotarded shoulder. And, yeah. uh... It, the hair matches. They look like they could definitely be family. I was shocked. Like, this was a true transformation to me. Like, I was actually very impressed. I was like, damn, this is good. I, it, it, It's true. I mean, transformista. And I can't believe you finally met RuPaul. Me either. I can't wait to fucking dive into it. Jeez, are we there yet? Oh Not yet. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the next girl to the runway is Miss Candy Muse. And her daughter, Cookie Muse. I like this. This just didn't really make sense for candy to me. You know what it makes sense for? Because you never know what size person you're going to get for your challenge. So oh, yeah. And it's the Gigi Good school of thought where it's like a big fur coat or like something A-line where it, it doesn't really have like a size, size necessarily. Yes. One size fits most. Um, I've never, I don't think I could ever see candy in this at a gig. I don't think... I don't think Candy even looks like Candy's family. No, Candy would ever wear this. I mean, like, if she was referencing her, like, Brady Bunch mm-hmm. role, like, that would make more sense. But, like, it didn't. It did not make sense. I love the intention. Like, let's do a theme. Let, let's do something like that. But, yeah. It doesn't I don't know really if make Candy, sense for Candy. I don't know if Candy would fondly recall the Brady Bunch experience that much. Because, like, from what I heard, those girls didn't get paid for, like, five to nine months. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh... But she does look beautiful. It's clean. Uh-huh. They 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 look like they look like a family. They just don't look like Candy's family. No, I agree. They look like Trixie Mattel's cousins, <laughs> which are also her sisters, probably. Fair. They all probably make out and stuff. Inbreds. Um, in the next breds. girl. To the- <laughs> Do you know how Trinity the Tuck spells inbred? How? I M B R E A D. I'm fucking done with you. I'm she red. was done with the school system. Okay, Jimbo is coming to the runway next with her daughter. This and is bad. This, 
It, it's not good. Jimbo never misses. This was a miss. Jimbo she, never misses. Jimbo's the best. This, how oof, did mama. Her girl looked prettier without the makeup. Like, how yeah. did she make her look so much older? Yeah. What did she do wrong here? I just think that Jimbo was not mentally prepared for this concept. Jimbo was prepared for the clown, and that was going to be easy and transformative and make sense. Yeah. And, and, and we would have all been like, whoa. And then this was a definitely a curveball that fucked Jimbo over a little bit. Yeah. If you've done drag, you've definitely worn one of these scoochy little bodysuits yes, from I the have. stripper store. So we all know the zipper goes in the back, okay? This is clearly a zipper in the front. She could have put like a belt over the zipper or something. Because if you look at Jimbo's when she turns around, you see like her zipper in the back where it is and like all the panty girdle stuff that's going on near the armpit and like the, there's not a hint of an accessory. Where's the earring? Where's the necklace? Where's the bracelet? Where's oh, the ring? Interesting. There are no accessories. All, yeah, it's it doesn't look fully realized. She could have put a little barrette in each of the ponytails or like a right. coordinating bow to bring it more into the look, we're family. We have the same accessories. This for me is a is um I wouldn't say it's a fail, but I'd say it's a flop because flops yeah. at least make splashes. And this makes a splash. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah like they it's look cute. It's, it's <clears throat> very Monet, like good from afar, far from good. I'm fucking dead. Uh, this is just what I think. I'm just, I don't see it as like, as, you know, good. No, I mean, I, I when, when, when I saw this picture, I was like, okay, this is like definitely a curveball. For Jimbo, that's the only they, way I could see it. They could have taken like parts of the clown and mixed it with this, and it would have been cool, like the arm things, or uh -huh. like the boot, or like a neck something, or the yeah. the Mickey Mouse thing. I just I just thought that this was it to Jimbo's very... defense. Like the person that she was with was very like no 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 no. Everything was a no, and that's tough to work with too. But I would have been like top three, shut the fuck up. But that's just me. Yeah, I think the same thing. Uh, Jimbo did the kind thing, which was probably not the easy thing to do. No. But the easiest thing I can think of is putting your garments on the correct way, which is the zipper in the back. I'm screaming. But I'm absolutely that was, screaming. I guess that wasn't easy for them either at that point. That was tough. Um, Will, can you remove this picture from the screen so I don't have to look at it anymore? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, never mind. Ooh. She's a winner, baby. <laughs> we are <laughs> just a zoom in, a punch yeah. in my face. Bitch, you were stamped that day. So the, ju the judges have some things to say about Jessica and Kitty. They feel like the makeup and the hair was in the family resemblance. But girl, this shoe, what would you have done if your girl tried to wear this shoe? I would just turn it into a, a high boot. Like I would have put a fabric on it to make it a boot. Because then oh. at least cohesive. Okay, that's a good yeah. idea. I don't mind. See, the, I don't honestly like. I don't mind chunky heels. I'm not gonna. If if you could walk better in in, in a chunky, like I'll turn it in, into a boot. I'll stone it. Like, mm -hmm. like, um, whatever yeah. makes you walk and perform the best is my goal. Oh, I saw you in a chunky heel. You were in chunky heels. Yeah, I don't care. They, not that they matched. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it it was the color story, and it was told it was beautiful. I think that um, Jessica's kitty shoe. She knew. She, she knew, knew that that was, that was a. You knew that was a bad shoe, but I just. Ugh. You have to Madam turn them into something like size. You know, as you said, same color story, same thigh high experience, same sum. Because you cannot just have a girl walking in the chunkies. Like with my makeover challenge, I like spray painted her shoes bright pink because she was wearing pink. Because I was like, this just has to be cohesive. 
she see that's smart. Um, now, my girl when she tried to leave drag you, it was because she was uncomfortable in a corset. So like keeping your girl comfortable is necessary because they may just try to fucking leave. 100%. And they may just say, "Fuck this," that, yeah. you know. They're not they're not there for anybody but themselves, really. And years later, you will carry that trauma like Willem does, just carrying mm -hmm. the trauma. Mm -hmm. I'm actually I don't mean to trauma dump on people, but I will I trauma come trauma dump. I will trauma come dump. Right, I love that. Jimbo and Sissy, Michelle thought that this was good, but a little bit simple. And Zoe Deschanel said it very clearly. She said the looks were safe. Zoe just gathered them very quickly. Like, she did. out of nowhere. Like, they literally didn't give her a comment until she said this. And I said, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do, I think Rue is very, um, is very clear on this with Jessica and, and Kitty, though, to go back. She says, Did you have fun? Yeah. That's what RuPaul thinks of that boot. Yeah. And it was Kitty's like, as long walk. as you had fun. You had a good, you had a good time? Sure. Okay. Did you have fun? Okay. Um, basically she's doing that because she doesn't want the show to get sued again because one of their bridal makeover guys on season five uh -huh. like threatened to sue the network and all this Why? stuff. And I don't know, but the episode's not up anymore. <gasps> his wife or his wife or fiance made him come do the show as revenge for him cheating on her. <laughs> and then that episode's not up anymore because I guess he, he tried to do some legal stuff. Pretty good, huh? That's fucking amazing. I know, right? What did you think of Candy and Cookie? I think it was cute. Um, with a K. It was cute with a K. Um, I thought it was cute. The struggle of watching Cookie walk in heels. Oh, mama. It's like watching Bigfoot try to do ballet, baby. Uh-huh. This It is, was tough. I, it's hard I think to walk it, in heels. It, sh I could walk on my hands better than she can walk in heels. 100%. Yeah, she was really struggling. But she said that she did stay up all night practicing. I was like, I'm super committed to this. I haven't slept. Like, I, I'm, I'm here. So, like, I love the commitment because she really wanted it for Candy. And technically, that intention, like, got them the win. So, whatever. Do you think that she was maybe um, using some of Lady Nightshade? Because if she did stay up all night, she stays up all night and then she gets to sleep later. Oh, that's true. Maybe she yeah. spritzed on some Lady Nightshade. and I think she snorted it. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> Put it in a volcano. Just fucking get it up there. Yeah. Candy is super confident and playful with the judges because she knows, like, presentation is everything and the judges love it when she talks. They eat yep. her up, honey. Every time. And then comes the lip syncs with the sisters. And... So it's funny. They made this a just-for-fun thing in the end. Mm -hmm. I asked Jessica, like did, I was like, did they tell you that you're being judged on this performance? And Jessica said, no, they said that we're not. That's, that is. Because at the beginning uh, of the episode, did it not make it seem like this is a very important part of the challenge? And then it turned it into like, it doesn't matter what, what happens. It came into, you know why they did this? Because they needed to fill fucking space. Because there's only three girls left and there's not enough actual content to put on there. So like, mm -hmm. we'll make them, we'll just make the girls do a little jig. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what they did. The girls... And they jigged. They jigged around. They they were getting jiggy. Um, these were not performances that would have sent me to the ATM to get any ducats or cointados. Oh, 100% but no. I thought that they were... I thought that they looked like they had fun up there. Yeah, I think Jessica's was, like, the most fun when, like, Kitty got on her back and stuff. That was cool. Yeah, that was cute. Um... The best part of this whole experience is Rue tells the lesbians they've each won a trip to the Almar Resort 
and Mantamar Beach Club in beautiful Puerto Vallarta. And then pauses and then, for five minutes and then says, Airfare included. What is that pause? <laughs> like they were going to have to take a fucking bus there? <laughs> I literally was like, oh, that's an interesting thing to like, to make sure you said on that beat. Like on that beat. Like what is the pause? I don't get it. So fucking funny. There was so, I, there was a season, I think it was season nine where the girls had to go from San Fran to LA for something. And they were going to try to put them on a bus and film it the whole way. No. And it it was Logo and World of Wonder. They were like, we're just going to film this. We'll use it for content. And all the girls, and this was, I think, two nights before the season started airing. They were like, no, you won't. And I just remember being so proud of these girls thinking like, good, good. I'm glad you didn't say that, letting them film you on a bus. Fuck that. I like, make them pay that. you. It was no, for you free, won't. too. No, you won't. <laughs> uh, candy has won $5,000. Work candy. Which leaves the bottoms as Jessica and Jimbo. And this is Jimbo's first time in the bottom and Jessica's third time in the bottom. Right. So I think the writing's on the wall. The writing's on the wall. Just not just a great Destiny's Child album. So um, great, which is, which is where Jumpin' Jumpin' came from, which is great. And speaking of DC, <laughs> girl, they and hear. girl, Pre. <laughs> and her mom, Rue, what you do? Uh, Jumpin' Jumpin' <laughs> is the lip sync song, and I could not be more excited for this because this played, this was one of 17 songs that played on the mall soundtrack at the fucking Wet Seal Limbo Lounge that I worked I at in New Jersey before they fired me. So why'd they fire you? I'm not surprised, but why, why'd they fire you? What do you think, bitch? You stole something? No, they never caught me for that. <laughs> ah, gotcha, bitch. Insubordination. Like you had sex in the store or something? No, I just didn't, I didn't follow rules and I had been written up so many times. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, I think that this is a wonderful song. Every girl should know this song. It's a great song. It's a really wordy. It's really, when they sent it to me, I was like, oh, like I was like, oh my God, I love this fucking song. This is the perfect song. Oh my God. And then when I like actually dove into like the lyrics of it, I was like. Find the girls rolling in the sexy trucks and hummers. Yeah, find the girls. Checks the locks and hummers. Um, um, and then she says something like, um, dun, 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 something, 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 if you wanna. Like everything, just like too many words. So many words. She was like, more syllables? We can fit it. Yeah, no problem, whatever you want. <laughs> uh, Priyanka, when you saw that your opponent was, if you had to pick an opponent, opponent, who would you have wanted to go up against? Candy. Really? Not Jimbo? I'm, I'm all about like a good lip sync. Oh, like for okay. the like I love when like watching a lip sync and both the girls are good. Like I don't mm-hmm. like like I don't like like the yeah. obvious win win. I don't think that's really fair. No, that makes sense. What was it like to see RuPaul for the first time in person? Oh, was this your my first time? God, this is my first time. This was like like standing behind that fucking thing and then like my heart was beating in my ears. But I was like, calm down, girl. Like this don't get in your head. Like this has to be a good performance. Like you want to just kill it. And then all of a sudden it was just like rising. Uh-huh. And it's also quiet in there. There's no music playing. Like that music, as you know, like there's no like, dun, 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 dun. like that music <laughs> isn't there. So it's just like, really, you hear this like voice from far away saying like, reveal yourself. <laughs> and then it's coming up and then it went up and then I saw Rue. You were in your signature s- pose, hand on the hip. Hand on the hip with my weird shaped leg. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, because she was in the perfect light. Like, it was, like, it was mm-hmm. in the light of the judges' panel. So she just looked like a cartoon character. I couldn't believe it. And it was so fucking shocking. It was so fucking shocking. I couldn't even believe it. Everything kind of, like, went into a blur, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was do amazing. You, 
Do you, um, is that a bang London? That's a bang London, baby. Honey, you banged that out. It was beautiful. I did. It was a good outfit. I'm happy. The I hair? Do you like it or hate it? Oh, you liked it. it. You love liked it. it. Okay, good. You love it. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. Yeah, I love that hair too. I wasn't sure. I was like, oh. um, it was, it was interesting. Like, cause they make you walk down the runway and then you go to your spot and Rue and I like had a banter for a while. She, I, we like, I was like, what's my name? And she was like, Priyanka. They cut it out, which is so annoying. And then, um, she was like, so like, you look beautiful. Tell me about this outfit. And I was like, oh, it's a Guyanese. Like, I'm a brown queen. Like, I want people to see that. Like, there's a brown queen on the main stage. She's like, oh my God, this is the main stage right here in Burbank, California. You filmed Canada's Drag Race in Toronto? And I was like, no, it was in Hamilton, Ontario. It was cold and like all this like back and forth shit. And what was interesting, there was obviously like there was a conversation that then there's like all the stand down time. She kept staring at me and smiling at me. And I was like, in my head, I remember like calling my, my mom after and being like, it just felt like she saw how excited I was to be there and how much it meant to me. And she wanted me to have a good time or she was on shrooms or something. and was like, whoa, the colors look cool on this person's outfit. Like one of the two. Like Girl, one she of the was two. taking it in because she was thinking promo next year. That's what I'm wearing. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah, literally, she. I'm gonna get. Like, I'm gonna get a call, and then that the, she's gonna take the same uh, uh, outfit. She's like, fuck mm -hmm. it, it's mine. Now I have some notes about the lip sync. At the end, um, the lip sync was also longer, by the way. Oh yeah, that song was chopped. It was they chopped. Like, that's, they made me that's... learn the second verse, like the fourth verse, the seventh verse. And call your boys because tonight you're not gonna stay at home and tell your girl she ain't coming tonight. She's going solo. Solo because she talks yeah, some this noise. Week she be going out. And that's mm -hmm. when. That's when we. That's when we got in the fucking pocket too. If you try to stop, then you're going off. Yeah, got your hair got done. Got your hair done and, and your nails done too. Yeah. And your outfit and your pants shoes. Don't need to. Yeah. Cut out, be, cut it all and out. then the hard part: be parlaying at the hottest spot tonight. You're gonna find the sexy chicas that's gonna dance all night if you wanna. If you wanna, yeah. So hard. These lyrics so are hard. hard. But at the end, I noticed Candy was doing lead, and you were doing background. I didn't know Priyanka did Ooz and Oz. I did Ooz and Oz because, as a young child listening to that song, that's all I remember of that part. Okay, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, like let 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 me get what we all know and love. I get that. I think that that is valid. Um, how did it feel to have RuPaul say, you're a winner, baby? If you watch it back again, it, it's like my, my body convulsed. It was like, yeah. Like, that's what, <laughs> that's what happened. Because cause, cause I, I, I was like, if RuPaul says that I'm a winner, th this is the my, 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 my ticket into winners too. This is it. This is, oh, this, yeah. This is, this is if, if RuPaul says that I'm a winner, she's never met me before. She sees me for the first time and I win in front of her. That just like, that is like, that is the ultimate. Yeah, you did do a cartwheel. I did a cartwheel. I did a leg lift. I did a split. I pulled my hamstring. You're um, pretty great. You, you did it. I fucking did it. Now, I just realized that the prize that you won goes into the fame game pot. I won no money. Did they pay you to come down? They do pay us, yeah. Good, love that. Did they, they cover the flight because I came from Toronto, so they cover the flights. And then they, they give you a fee. A good Comfort fee. Comfort plus. And a nice hotel. Holy fuck. Yeah. Holy shit. Bougie. Ooh. Like the kind where like they let you leave the towels on the floor and they replace them? Or you have yeah. to ask? Ooh. No, they just do it. I love they put, that. They put chocolate on, on my bed. It's chocolate. <laughs> uh, so you have the, the task of revealing that it is a tie for the vote. You pull out two lipsticks. Two. Yes. And, and the producers kept briefing me. They said, this is what you're going to say, bitch. If you win, this is what you have to say. 
But I didn't know that. I didn't know the gimmick. Like throughout the episode, it was like, oh, like we are gonna have to vote for each other. Ha ha ha. Like this mm-hmm. is camp. Like I didn't know any of that shit. I didn't. I didn't know that it was top three. Like I was trying to like ask the the PAs, but they all stayed away from me because they knew that you know I would ask the questions. Um, so when I saw <laughs> the thing lift up and saw that there's only three of them, I was said. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do this math real quick. Yeah. Uh, like, wait, wait, wait. Because it wasn't until they like made me put the little the like after we did the lip syncs, the producers like were like, "Hey, put these two readers on the little the lip syncs." Like, okay. Like it wasn't like all pre because you you don't actually dance with the lipsticks in your bra. Hello. Yeah, that would be that would be kind of strange. Did you steal anything while you were there? <sighs> did I steal anything? No, but I did. I st- I had my phone on me the whole time. So I have a selfie with me, Jimbo, and Candy on set. Very jiggly caliente. She had a phone. Mm-hmm. She had a phone the whole time? Jiggly had a phone. Fifi had a phone. Kenya had a phone. Because they let us go to the mall, which was across the street from us. And, and they got- bought phones. No, no, two people bought phones. Other girls, other girls had them. There's another girl that had a phone, and I said I would never tell anybody, so I still haven't. Will whisper it to me? No way. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Dead. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Ex- exactly. Um, so it is revealed that Candy voted for Jessica and sends her home. Candy honors her alliance. Uh, I, but this means now... I'm sorry, Darian Lake. I'm voting for Jessica in the Fame Games. Yeah, same. I I, I really am because I love Jessica's her. Jessica's a winner. So she, she'll win the 40K plus the 60K. So mm-hmm. she won 100K. So in Untucked, they do some of the, the math. And Candy explains that none of the... None of them being in the bottom is anybody's fault. It's just time because in the competition, it's go to top three to top two. Yeah. And then they're doing... The question, hasn't there always been a top three, right? No, there has been a top two. Remember when they told um, old homegirl to hit it? And it was Raven versus Tyra in season two? Juju was not in the mix for top three in season two. Oh, interesting. At all. They've huh. done top twos before, I feel like. Yeah, then top my, oh, my season was top three, never mind. Manila and Raja and Alexis... I feel like that was a top three because I remember their looks. I think more often than, than not, they like tie it for top three and then they just kind of choose one. Yeah, I like that. That's that's classy. Uh, Jimbo is rubbing Candy's feet to ensure her safety in the vote. This is very clear. You want me to rub your feet? Oh, this little piggy had an alliance and this little piggy went home and that little cochon, <laughs> like, girl, they're pulling pork I mean, over here. You got yeah. Jimbo cracking Candy's toes. Yeah, Jessica's probably reading the fucking horoscopes and shit. Then, like, what the fuck was happening in this untucked stretching? Here's here's stretching, stretching, honey. Major stretching. They should have had a yoga strap because they were stretching a lot. Jimbo wears an oversized sparkly yellow hat, which makes me even gladder that I didn't watch this episode of Untucked. Yeah. Um, But then you arrive, and and I'm full. I'm full of fun sound bites. Did you have a shot? Was I did drinking? you did you do this dry, baby? I did this dry actually. Ooh, I wish I did a shot actually. That's not drag, um, mama. I know, right? I mean, like when I did the Canada's Drag Race lip syncs, I was wasted, wasted, yeah. just starving all, all all day. Then having a drink, you're like, whoa, let's party! <laughs> Cruise and tangos, are you ready? I mean, Drag Race, yeah. are you ready? Yeah. Cruise and tangos, make some noise. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> As the girls are leaving, Jessica says that Candy played a clean and a fair game, but Puerto Rico is going to get her. Oh, yeah. I mean, when we're at Roscoe's, like, the a lot of people um, that are of Jessica's descent came to, to Roscoe's, and they are passionate and angry. It was so cool to see how they felt, like, so represented by her. It was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I hope they did WEPA and they threw napkins all over. WEPA! WEPA! <laughs> Uh, I would like to throw napkins all over right now because I am done. And I'm done. we're uh, done. This is so fun. Thank you for having me, little slut. Of course. What's your name? Priyanka! We won't cut that, baby. Um, we cut that out, Will. Thank you will. so <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Race Chaser this week with me, Willem, and a huge thank you to our amazing guest co-host, Priyanka. Wow. I <laughs> love that. We'd love for you to re review our podcast on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe to us and take a moment to leave us a rating. And you can also sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. You get access to all of our mom shows ad-free, many of them a day early, plus exclusive bonus episodes and monthly video episodes of this podcast, Race Chaser. And Priyanka is in full drag right now, but uh, due, to pri due to privacy sakes, we're not um, airing this. But... Um, Privacy, even your yeah, dog, even your dog is in drag. This is crazy. You painted her little toenails just for Ooh. you. Is that gel? This, it's 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 yeah, it's gel, gel X. That's great. I see that's drag. Uh, you can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at the Queen Priyanka and at Willem. And then our Race Chaser account is Race Chaser Pod, and our Mom Podcast Instagram and TikTok account is Mom Podcast. And if you want to talk to us, you can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail. Dot com, and I will be back next week with more discussion, dissection, and dissemination. Make a car sound. Three, two. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Paramount Media Networks, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. Oh. Mom. To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000.